Hello and welcome back to the Witchcrafted Podcast with me, your host, Amy Samantha. So if you're listening in real time, somehow, I don't know how, we've ended up here in October already. And honestly, it doesn't seem like five minutes ago that I was putting the finishing touches to our September episode, our debut episode together, and suddenly a whole month has gone by and I don't know where it's gone. So today we're going to be looking ahead to all things spooky, I suppose. Spooky season is officially here. Uh, We're going to be talking a little bit about kind of the activities, the witchy activities that I like to do at this time of year, hopefully providing a little bit of inspiration for your practice as well. And also going to be, of course, looking ahead to Samhain at the end of the month or Halloween as it's become more widely celebrated. And please do stay tuned until the end of the episode where I'm going to be talking all about the magical moons that we can expect this month. So grab a cup of something delicious, get cozy and let's dive in. So at the last recording, I was literally just about to move house and you might have noticed, well, you probably haven't, but my aim for this episode was to get it live kind of on the 1st of October. I am a little bit late, but I was, you know, I was getting really stressed about it. I was thinking, oh my goodness, I've got to record my podcast episode. It's only episode two and I've already missed my deadline. But then I thought, you know what? I'm doing this for fun. I'm doing this to explore witchcraft and spirituality and share it with other like-minded folk on the internet. And it's really not something I want to be stressing about at all. So I gave myself a bit of a break and, you know, better late than never. We're here just a couple of days behind schedule, but we're here nonetheless. So I have been sharing a little bit about uh, our house move on Instagram and After what feels like absolute years of drowning in cardboard boxes, I think we're finally there. The last piece of the puzzle really was um, moving our palm tree, which sounds ridiculous, but it, it really is a palm tree. I'm looking at it right now. We got that into my little Ford KA and I should take a picture of it really because I've no idea how we got it in the car. Um, because it's the top of its leaf must be taller than me I'm sure but we got it in and we got it here to the house so all of the all of the plant children are here now and it it is beginning to feel a lot more like a home so I must have must give a little shout out to my lovely boyfriend Jake because he has done so much hard work demolishing cardboard boxes like I've never seen and just generally getting really organized um I'm one of those people who, when there's so much going on, when you know you've got so much to do, my brain just goes really dizzy, completely overwhelmed, and I just can't do anything. Um, Maybe you can relate as well. You'll have to let me know. But yeah, thankfully, one of us has got our feet on the ground. It's not me. Um, And he's got us all sorted and into our nice home. But where I have been, I suppose, I say helping in inverted commas is adding those touches of autumn to our home so we're now the very proud owners of a kitchen island in our flat which feels very fancy um, but it has really 
created or been the centerpiece for my uh, autumnal design, I guess you could say. So I found this really lovely apple and cinnamon candle and that's sitting there on the middle of the island and I found some cute little pumpkins in the supermarket so I've just plonked those around the candle along with some pine cones and a couple of conkers as well. It is quite a simple display. I was I was looking at Pinterest and there's loads of really gorgeous ornate designs on there but I mean, I'm no crafter, so I don't know really who I thought I was kidding by looking at Pinterest. But what I've created does actually look quite effective, I think, if I do say so myself. And and it really just kind of brings autumn alive in, in our new flat, which is really lovely. So yeah, that's, that's my helpful addition to our new home. Not quite as useful as uh, what Jake's been up to. to the rest of October of course our attention is probably turning towards Samhain um, or Halloween as it's become more widely celebrated and at this time of year I really do enjoy kind of diving into my ancestry a little bit more and this is a practice that I got kind of really interested in last year I just felt a call. There was nothing really that um, prompted it. I just really felt drawn to the idea of diving into my family tree and learning about more about where I came from, who who was in my family. Um, my parents, they were a little bit older when they had me. I mean, my mum was 34, I think, when she had me, which doesn't sound very old now at all, now that I'm also approaching 34. But back then it was kind of unheard of. I remember all of my um, friends, mums and dads, they were all in their 20s and and my mum and dad were in their 30s and 40s. So they are a little bit older, I suppose. And um, my grandparents um, are no longer with us. We lost them when I was in my teens. So while I have memories of my grandparents, of course, I don't have buckets of memories. And I also, I can't ask them about their parents either. So it's, it's, um, yeah, a bit of a shame there. So I guess that's kind of where I've been leaning into it a little bit more and wanting to learn more about my family. Um, so yeah, I did kind of sign up to Ancestry and I started building my family tree. And luckily for me, my auntie has been really interested in our family tree for some time as well. And she shared loads of really lovely letters that she's been able to dig out, loads of lovely family photos. And I did want to share one story with you, which is really, it did touch me when I, when I heard about it. And it's about a horse in our family called Black Bob. And to be honest, I never really considered that we were a horsey family. I mean, I was very fortunate. Well, I was a pony mad child when I was growing up. I just loved all things horse. I was obsessed. And um, so I started riding when I was about seven. And then when I was 12, all of my (laughs) dreams came true when my mum and dad got me my own pony called Indiana honestly it was the best day of my life and very very lucky to have Indy through all of my kind of formative years I suppose she was she was there through the highs and the lows and I really really miss her and we had her unfortunately she 
I don't know what happened. I think she must have picked something up in the field or something one day. But um, unfortunately, she took a really, she got ill really quickly and we were left with no other option but to put her to sleep about four years ago, um, which absolutely broke my heart. I mean, there's not a day that goes by where I don't think of Indy. I've got lots of pictures of her everywhere and she was a very, very special girl. Anyway, going on a bit of a tangent there, but I never really thought like the rest of my family, they weren't particularly horsey. My mum and dad weren't horsey. They had no idea what they were doing when they bought me Indy. But it turns out, I think the horses actually skipped a few generations because I was reading about a horse called Black Bob. And Black Bob was a horse in my family in the early 1900s. And He actually lived in a village not too far from where I grew up with what who I think is my great great grandfather. I think I've got that right. And so he lived with him, Alfred, and Black Bob the horse, and Alfred had a farm. But when World War One broke out in 1914, as I've come to learn, it became policy for the army to commandeer horses from all over Great Britain to use for transporting soldiers and equipment in the war and this kind of policy I guess became more widely understood and known in Michael Morpurgo's book War Horse which also became a stage show and a film so if you're interested in that part of history would definitely recommend giving it a watch or a read. It does I found it very, very upsetting. I struggled to, uh, yeah, I was sobbing like nobody's business in the cinema when I went to watch that film. Um, but yeah, it's it's really interesting if if you are interested in that part of history. And unfortunately for my family, poor old Black Bob, he was taken by the army for this reason and apparently left my family absolutely heartbroken at the time. And he was never... He never came back to our family. He was never returned. And yeah, just so interesting how these links, how these interests weave through the generations. You know, maybe there is kind of a a gene for being obsessed with animals and loving horses and stuff. And I I don't know. It's strange because I know how heartbroken I was with Indy when she passed away and I could just really relate to how my family must have felt during that time when poor poor old Black Bob got taken away. Um, So yeah, that's just one of the stories that I wanted to share with you. I didn't mean to absolutely, utterly depress you. Um, But yeah, I just thought it's it's really interesting how these, these stories that can become so easily lost but are so interesting to dive into. And if you have any interest in ancestry, I would definitely recommend having a bit of a a dive. It's a really nice activity to do at this time of year, I think, really connecting back to your ancestors, maybe a rainy day activity when you can't go outside, but just want to cozy up. I mean, I did a lot of it through online, but also, of course, talking to family members if they are still with us and have any memories to share is such a useful um, resource. And I think libraries as well, especially if you still live in the local area where your family are from, can be a really helpful resource as well. 
And it was quite funny, actually. As we arrived in October, I pulled an oracle card and it said that my ancestors were looking to connect with me at this time. And I thought, huh, how funny. I'm looking to connect with them too. So yeah, seems seems it's a two-way street and just seems as though the universe is aligning in that way. So another thing that I like to do at this time of year is, I mean, it might be a little bit controversial, you'll have to let me know, but I do actually really enjoy visiting cemeteries at this time of year. And I know a lot of, there's a lot of chat in the kind of witchy community saying, oh, you shouldn't, shouldn't really do that. Or if you do, you need to go in with protection, pop a protective crystal in your pocket which of course is incredibly valid. I, I do appreciate that, but I just, I really, I love the energy at this time of year. It, it really, you do get a sense of that veil between the, the worlds of, of life and the afterlife thinning. And I just find them really, really peaceful places to be. And there is a cemetery not too far from where I live. It's no longer in use. I think the last person was probably buried there about 100 years ago or so. So it's no longer, I suppose, an active cemetery. But it's just so interesting to walk around, read the gravestones and find out who's there with their families and I just find it, yeah, again, really touching. And that particular cemetery is beautiful because it's really been reclaimed by nature. They've kind of let it go fairly wild now. So while, yes, it is a graveyard, of course, it's where a lot of, a lot of people are, are resting, the final, the final resting place, I suppose. There's also a lot of life and I think there's a lot of beauty in that as well and it kind of really brings together that idea of the life and the afterlife just being one kind of continual circle, I guess, and they can coexist together. Um and that in a cemetery you really you really see that idea brought to life. So I do like to wander around there, especially on a bright, crisp, sunny day in October. That's that's a really nice thing that I enjoy doing. Other than that, we are going to be hosting a party at the end of the month for Halloween. So my boyfriend Jake, he absolutely adores Halloween and I guess his enthusiasm for it as well has really rubbed off on me over the years. You know, I always kind of enjoyed it. I always thought it was fun, but especially with him, he just he just really goes all out with it. So really looking forward to our party that we're going to have. Last year was quite something something quite special actually. It was the first one we'd ever really done and we had games, we had putting your hand in the box, guessing what kind of spooky stuff was in there. So we had things like peeled grapes and spaghetti, and it was all just in a dark box, so you couldn't see what you were putting your hand in. You did have to be a little bit brave. So we had that, and then we had a a big old spooky room. So Jake had made it all dark and, and scary, and he had some kind of lightning thunder sounds going off on speakers and, and all sorts. And we were still living with our housemate at the time. 
and he got him involved as well and they did a lot of jump scares for everyone that was at the party so that was really fun and yeah we had lots of games and yeah just lots of spooky shenanigans really so looking forward to doing that again this year this year of course with my new fancy kitchen island I'm really thinking about kind of what we're going to be doing party food wise and I have been looking on Instagram and there are some absolutely so such fun ideas on there the one I have seen and I can't remember the Instagram um profile handle but I will share it on my Instagram if I remember it the lady has created kind of a a mushroom and the top of the mushroom the red part of the mushroom is half of a cherry tomato underneath that she's put a little ball of mozzarella and then underneath that is a basil leaf so it looks like a mushroom but it's actually a tricolori salad and I just thought that's genius and then I think she's piped some white spots on top of the red part of the uh, tomato the mushroom I suppose um, from cream cheese and I just thought that's genius so I'm definitely going to be diving into Instagram to see what other spooky inspired snacks I can find for our party. Otherwise I do also want to share just some magical dates for your diary this month. So on Saturday, October the 14th, especially if you're living in the UK, it might be the 13th if you're elsewhere around the globe, but we do have a new moon and it is going to be a new moon in Libra. So this new moon is really considering or asking us, I should say, to consider this idea of peace, harmony, balance, perhaps routine. And so these can all be good messages to reflect and journal upon. And if you feel something is slightly out of balance here, where where can you find that? Where are you seeing that? And more importantly, what can you do to bring it back into this idea of harmony? And it might be anything. It might be your work-life balance, or it might be a relationship, a friendship that you've not particularly paid attention or care to for a little while maybe things have been so busy recently it's just got a little bit neglected so if there's anything in your life right now where you think I really I really need to put a little bit more care attention and effort there to kind of bring it back to this state of harmony a state of equilibrium now is a really good time to consider that and begin to plant seeds for those activities, those practices at this very new stage, this gorgeous new moon in Libra, a beginning of a new phase of the moon. So it's a really nice time to begin to take those small action steps, finding that balance and yeah, just bringing yourself back into equilibrium in various areas of your life, whatever that might mean for you. Then as we move through the month, October the 23rd arrives and it heralds the start of Scorpio season. So if you are a Scorpio baby, your birthday is probably very much so on the horizon. And then at the end of the month, almost in time for Samhain, for Halloween, we have the full moon in Taurus. So it arrives here in the UK on the 29th of October. And Taurus, you know, is very patient and practical, but 
being a bull, you know, it has its limits. So this is the time when we might kind of think, are we giving ourselves enough space, enough time to rest and recharge? Are we trying to pour from an empty cup? Because while this energy is is very patient and it is very grounded in a sense, if we stretch it too far, if we push it to its limits, you will probably feel quite angry, <laughs> and uh, we can we can see that showing up for us. So if we we might notice that we have a bit more of a short fuse around this full moon, that this full moon right, might really illuminate that, and it might be time to take a step back. You know, dig your journal out. I'm I'm a sucker for journaling. I absolutely love it. And just think, why am I so angry? And it might not be because, you know, Janet ate half your sandwich in the fridge that you were going to enjoy on Sunday afternoon. It's probably something else. Janet probably isn't the problem. So, um, yeah, just take this time to think, hmm, why am I feeling so wrung out? Why have I got no energy? Why am I feeling so stressed, so angry? If that is coming up for you, it might not be. You might be absolutely loving life. And if so, excellent. If you're feeling good around this full moon, if you're feeling in control, you're feeling grounded, let's amplify that even more. So what self-care practices can you enjoy? Can you get out in nature? You know, this is a very grounded sign. Can Can you get out and maybe go for a wander in the woods? Not at night time, might be a bit scary, but maybe in the daytime, can you get out for a little bit of a walk? Can you look up and see the sky? Can you go out in your garden when the full moon is there and just feel the grass beneath your feet? All of these practices can be really good for just really tuning in to the energy of the full moon at this time. So that's it from me for now. Let me know your thoughts as ever. Love to chat and hear from you. You can find our website at witchcrafted.co.uk and you can also follow me on Instagram at witchcraftedUK. Until next time, have a very magical October and we'll speak very soon. Bye bye.